Hey everyone, welcome to episode 39 of the Metal Detecting Show podcast. My name is Kieran, and I have been metal detecting for nearly 30 years and this week I complete my comprehensive review of the Nocta Macro Simplex Plus. We discuss the specifications, physical build quality, the user experience and my experience during several field tests. So let's get on with the show. Hey everyone, before we start, I want to thank you for listening to the podcast. I hope you enjoy the show this week, but before we begin, I want to give you the following information. If you want to give me feedback or interact with the show, please reach out to me on Twitter at Detecting The or Instagram at The Metal Detecting Podcast. Or if you want to pop me an email to Kieran at TheMetalDetectingShow.com. And now, if you'd like to leave me a voicemail, please do so on speakpipe.com forward slash the metal detecting show. The link will be in the show notes. If you'd like to buy me a coffee, you can actually do so now with buymeacoffee.com forward slash metal detecting. And lastly, and most importantly, if you like this content, please don't hesitate to tell your friends and don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Hey Detectorists, welcome to episode 38, only one week to Christmas, so happy Christmas and I just want to remind you of my schedule over the Christmas period. This week of course we are talking about the simplex, next week which is Christmas Day and the following week which is New Year's Day will be the highlights from the year with regular service resuming the first Friday of the new year. So this week we are discussing the Nocta Macro Simplex Plus, now before we start this is not a paid advertisement but I want to let you know Nocta did provide the unit for me to review. So we have a lot to cover, so let's get started with the spec. So the package I received was the Simplex Plus WHP, which currently retails at $399. This package included the detecting unit itself, but also comes with a set of wireless headphones and a Simplex cap. You can purchase the Simplex Plus on its own without the cap and headphones for $299, but more on that later. So the Simplex is a VLF detector operating at 12 kHz, leaving it slightly off-centered towards better large silver detection while sacrificing some gold detection. I believe this to be of marginal impact as at 12 kHz it sits right in the center range of the bell curve for VLF detection frequencies. It comes with 5 modes, Field, Park 1, Park 2, Beach and All Metal mode, coupled with 6 levels of sensitivity giving you some advanced features out of the box. The battery is an internal USB chargeable LiPo battery of 2300 mAh which delivered plenty of capacity for a day's hunt, even if you use the inbuilt 2.4 GHz wireless module, allowing you to pair to a wireless set of headphones for a more comfortable hunt. One interesting feature which I thought was a bit gimmicky at first was the LED flashlight on the back of the control unit, however once I needed it I saw the use for it and it proved to be quite handy once dusk started to fall. Another interesting feature was the vibration feature, which I'm sure is to make the detector more accessible to people of limited or no hearing, which is commendable. I used it for a hunt just to see what it was like and I realised that it would be very cool if you could set the vibration to only vibrate when the detector detects iron for example, or vice versa, giving you more information for you to process during the hunt. I am not going to list off all the features, but the Simplex has many, and I'm sure if you are interested in the detector, you will spend some time going through them with a fine 2 comb, but I have covered all the major ones for this review. 
Looking at the physical aspects of the detector, it comes with a waterproof coil of 11 inches as standard and weighs in at a poultry 1.3 kilograms or just under 3 pounds, making this a lightweight detector allowing you to hunt all day without the detector contributing to your fatigue. As we mentioned the weight, we should mention the length, which is adjustable from 63cm or 25 inches to 132cm or 52 inches. But straight away, I would not recommend extending the detector to its full length, as this will contribute to the shaft's dreaded wobble, but more on that in a bit. Unpacking the box is a pleasant experience, with plenty of wires and merch for you to play with, but you can't help feel this was a detector built on a budget, as the whole setup has a plasticky feel to it. Now, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying this is bad, I'm just saying on first impression, you might feel it looks a bit cheap, but of course it is. One thing knocked the gut right straight away is in the shafts of the detector. I really want to stay away from comparing it to the Equinox, but I thought, why didn't MineLab use the same shaft lock and bespoke shaft that knocked the do here, instead of the crutch type locking pin on the Equinox shaft, something which is standard on cheaper detectors and detectors of the past. And I'm glad Nocta didn't fall into this trap, so kudos to Nocta here. Now, I know there is issues with the shaft, in that there is a tendency for it to flex or wobble when swung, particularly if you have the shaft extended fully, which I had to, but was that a deal breaker for me? No, it just felt weird. But I do wonder about the longevity of the lower shaft due to this flex. But as the Simplex comes with a two-year warranty, this offsets some of that fear for me. Ergonomically, this is a comfortable detector to use, and I really like the large grip handle, all buttons were easily accessible during use, and the bright LCD made evening hunts extremely comfortable. Looking at the software, I purposefully didn't look at the manual to see how intuitive the user interface is, and apart from a few minutes spent trying to pair the headphones, and a new few minutes trying to figure out how to adjust the sensitivity, the software experience is simple and common sense apart from the lower sensitivity button sharing the off button. That took me a while to figure out, I have to admit. Speaking of sensitivity, I do think they could have implemented this a little better in software, as it seems rather than adjusting the size of the object detected at depth, they are implementing a sensitivity protocol by adjusting the detection depth. I'm not sure how they are doing this, and I would need a spectrum analyzer to be sure, but I suspect they are adjusting the power output of the coil, or possibly the gain on the received signal to accomplish a pseudo-sensitivity. Because of this, adjusting sensitivity reduces your detection depth greatly. Response speed of the detector felt to be in the mid-range as the detector suffered from target masking a little in trashy areas, but I feel a smaller coil would combat that as sweeping a little slower allowed you to pick up some good finds amongst the trash. There is no option to adjust the response speed of the detector, but maybe this could be something that could be introduced with a future software update or maybe that's just wishful thinking, as they may need to upgrade the processing power of the detector to do that. The Simplex operates with three tones, all of which sound like a duck in various degrees of strangulation, and similar to the audio fingerprint of the Garrett range of detectors, but they get the job done making iffy sounds very distinguishable, and I honestly believe this audio suite of sounds will actually help with relic hunting, making iron targets easily identifiable. While we're on audio, I'll have to call out the wireless headphones that came with the Simplex. Now, these are functional, but they are again cheaply made, and maybe it was down to my big ears, but they never fit properly and fell off quite easily with a rapid turn of my head. And they are by no means worth the $100 price difference in the package between the WHP and the standard package. But I'm not here to review the headphones, 
so let's keep going. Let's discuss the discrimination capability of the simplex, and here I was pleasantly surprised. If you notched out a signal, it just didn't show up again. If on a beach you run it while notching out iron, it just doesn't show, unless it was large iron. I am amazed how well the discrimination works in this machine. It is very good. So in my field tests, I took the simplex out to a beach, both wet and dry, to a park, rough terrain, and to a trashy campsite for this review. On the beach, the simplex performed well on dry sand, immediately giving me a few coins. However, as I transitioned to the wet sand, it started to chatter a lot, so I reduced the sensitivity to approximately level 3 till the chatter was lowered. It was usable, however, it never really went away. It performed fine on the beach once the sensitivity was tuned in. However, with the constant burbling of chattering and the reduction in depth, eroding my confidence that I was hitting everything and I suspect I missed some targets, especially in the wet. When on the park, it was a completely different story. With diggable targets easily identifiable and although I didn't find much that day, I didn't dig that many holes either and was confident that I was leaving nothing behind. On the trashy campsite, searching around campfires, I felt that target masking was a real problem but once I adjusted my hunt style by slowing down a little, I was able to overcome this. Adding a smaller coil to your arsenal here will rectify this issue. I also took the simplex to another site that has very rough terrain, more like digging in rocks. You couldn't dig this site with a spade, but you have to scrape about till you can get purchase on a clod. So with this type of site, you need to be sure you are digging a good target before you dig, because if you don't, you'll find yourself exhausted before you start it. I didn't hold out much hope here for the simplex, but it again surprised me in its performance, delivering me several coins and a coin spill on the day. So to wrap up my review of the Nocta Macro Simplex, although I am critiquing the simplex, I am not overly critical of it, and straight from the start I was impressed with the simplex, although the build quality gave me pause for a second, you can see what Nocta Macro were going for in trying to deliver a high performing detector in the $300 range. I can see why there is such a fanatical following and community around the detector. Yes, there is an issue with the shaft wobble, but who doesn't have a wobbly shaft these days? Yes, I have questions about the robustness and longevity of the detector, particularly the lower shaft, but again, I remind you of my bang for your buck episode. This is a detector built on a budget of less than $100 before you tack on all or any operational costs. It performed well and I have to admit better than I expected on the park, trashy and rough sites with rock solid discrimination. However, although it performed well on the dry sand, the constant chatter on the wet sand would mean that if you are only detecting beaches then this might not be the one for you. Despite this, your detector choice should always be about confidence and will this detector give you confidence that you are not missing anything? I believe it does. It is a good detector for $300 and a great first detector. And would I recommend it to a friend? Absolutely. Nocta Macra have hit a home run with the Simplex, which I believe is a high-performing detector that is greater than the sum of its parts. That's it for this week. I hope you liked this episode of the Metal Detecting Show podcast. Check out our website www.themetaldetectingshow.com for this episode's show notes. Check out our Patreon page if you want to help the podcast stay alive or just want to buy me a coffee. Actually, if you want to buy me a coffee, you can do so now at buymeacoffee.com forward slash metal detecting. Also, if you would like to leave me a voicemail, please do so on speakpipe.com forward slash the metal detecting show. 
The link will be in the show notes. If you feel like taking your appreciation to the next level, feel free to leave me a positive review on any podcast directory of your choice. If you like this content and would like more, please don't hesitate to tell your friends and don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Once again, I hope you've enjoyed this episode and we will chat to you all again next week. Get out there, eyes down and happy hunting. Happy hunting.